Ben Steph Curry with the shot. Ben cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 149 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I'm back here with another episode, man. If you missed last week's episode, make sure you guys go check that out. It was another recap, another week in the NFL, and I did solid on the picks. I didn't do as great as I wanted to, but, you know, things happen. Things definitely happen. But I did promise you guys two months ago after the season preview that there would be a mid-season recap. Um, for those of you guys who've been following me for a while, uh, that that's exactly what happened last year. Uh, me and my guy B. Jones, we did a, a season preview, a mid-season recap, and then a postseason recap. And then that's that's pretty much it, man. So we expect to do the same thing here, and that's why I got him back. So without further ado, man, I want to welcome back my brother, the co-producer. I'm going to keep saying this, man. I'm going to keep saying this every single time, man. Without this guy, Curry in the pot would not be possible. And I definitely, you know, yeah, man, he he, he was the one that, that sparked the mind. He sparked my mind to get me to do the podcast. And he was always willing to help me. And still to this day, sends me ideas and still, you know, works behind the scenes. I'm the man on the scene, but he's the man behind the scenes. So again, man, without further ado, I want to welcome back my brother, the co-producer current the pop, Mr. B. Jones. B. Jones, what it do? What's good, Mike? Happy to be on here. Happy yeah. to uh, shout out to everybody that's tuning in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, we are live on YouTube, as you can see. Uh, got the visuals here, man. I'm, I'm going to just be quite frank with you guys. I... I look terrible. I look rough uh, <laughs> going through it right now. So I'm, I'm I got a different look on the night, man. I got I even got the glasses on, man. And I definitely got a beanie on. No, that's not even you know that's not really my style. But we're gonna make it work for tonight, man. I ain't gonna be looking too rough for too long. So let's get it popping. But B Jones, man, give me real quick. Give me your quick thoughts, man, on just this first half of the season, man. What's your thoughts? I would say honestly. I'm not too impressed. Um, I don't think it's that many great teams. You know, if you look at the AFC, um, I would say right now it's probably only two teams that I can myself call legit contenders, and that's mm -hmm. uh, Kansas City Chiefs and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I thought the Ravens would be in that mix, but I haven't been impressed with them. Um, the offense haven't been impressed with the offense. Um, a bit the Bills, another team that I, I I wouldn't say I thought they would be contenders, but um, you know they they they're playing they're playing solid ball, but like it's not they're not a team that I would consider that's you know really a threat to make a run for the title. Um, mm -hmm. The Titans they were playing good ball until the past two weeks they kind of fell off. They've been looking a little shaky, but um, they look good the first few uh, I think five weeks of the season. But um, I, I, yeah. I, would, I would put them in that tier two right now. Um, so I would say, like, the only tier one teams that I could see legitimately winning the Super Bowl in the AFC is the Steelers and the um, the Chiefs. When we hop over to the NFC. I would say it's probably two, maybe three, if you include the Packers. I'm not really a believer in the Packers like yeah, that. Yeah, we got an eye on that one. Yeah, but um, I would say probably only the Bucks and the, um, and the uh, Seattle Seahawks. I can see as true contenders, um, the Saints. Um, I, I don't. They haven't looked good on offense. They've been missing pieces, but their offense hasn't really been the high power offense that we're used to seeing. And the defense 
is very suspect. So yeah, that's that's my overall thoughts. Uh, I would say that I'm not. It's not that many impressive teams that stood out to me thus far this season. Yeah, totally, bro. I definitely agree uh, what you said, man. It's like it's literally just like two teams from each conference that have a legit shot. Yeah. Um, you know, because I guess. I guess for the Packers, it's kind of like since we we saw how they were last year, we we could tell they was frauds because they lost to the the 49ers. And this is the 49ers are a team that's, you know, been decimated with injuries. So they and we had a feeling they would take a step back, but the injuries has definitely, you know, escalated that and they're definitely taking a step back. So like the Packers, they couldn't even they couldn't beat those guys. And when they played those guys, they got manhandled in both meetings. So like like you said, man, it's the it's the Chiefs and um you know the Buccaneers and who else did you oh Seattle Seattle and um and Pittsburgh Pittsburgh yeah yeah, yeah Pittsburgh has been legit uh, for Baltimore like you said I am a little disappointed we're gonna talk about that in a minute that's yeah. actually our first division so let's let's go ahead and hop right into it man so right. we're gonna recap the AFC North. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, me and you both picked the Ravens to win that division. Yeah. If I'm I not think, mistaken. Yeah, I'm not sure if I had the Steelers or the Browns second, but I had them uh-huh. like both like in the mix. But I think we both had the Ravens as clear-cut winners. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we had both had pretty much around the same order. It's, it's not really a difference. I think we both said, like, yo, we could see the Steelers and the Browns both make the playoffs. In fact, I think we both said we could see those three teams making the playoffs since, you know, there is an extra slot added. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, man, what's your thoughts, man, on the AFC North? I know you kind of touched on it uh, just a little bit, but, but talk to me real quick, a little more in depth. Yeah, I think the Steelers, I think they're legit, but I don't think their offense puts fear into anybody mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i think their defense i think their defense is definitely legit even without Devin bush they still got a top unit in the league i don't know if they're ranked the top defense in the league but i know they're pretty close to the top but like even if you look in that game against the ravens i think the ravens had twice as many yards as the Steelers, the Ravens, they just, their turnover. Especially on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, because I remember, I think it was like at one point in the fourth quarter, they said the Steelers had like 200 some yards and the Ravens had like 400. So, and in the first half, Big Ben looked awful. Mm-hmm. But then he put, he, put, he put together some clutch drives that he needed to in the second half. But I would say, but I would say like, just for as far as champion level play, championship level play, they have a championship level defense. Now that offense, I I, I would want to see the Steelers play the Chiefs like in the regular season. I don't think they play this year, but that would be an interesting matchup to me because the Chief, the Steelers, they kind of have like a grinded out, like a grit and grind kind of offense. But their identity is really based to their defense, and I think that's why that's one of the reasons why I picked them. Uh, to finish second or third in the division because I didn't I wasn't a believer in that offense especially right. with Big Ben coming off of, of uh, that injury but the defense has been so amazing it hasn't really mattered um, as far as Baltimore goes they've been cool but they just haven't been impressive you know even in games like you look at the game that they won against the Eagles they were blowing them out and then that that game ended up coming down to the wire. You know what I'm saying? We haven't it seen happen like that. They haven't been putting away teams and just fully dominating teams like they did last year, aside from their game against the Browns, you know. So I just haven't been impressed. They haven't been I think they're 
yards wise, I think they're uh, last or second to the league in uh, passing yards. So you know, it's a it's a, it's a passing league. Like the run game is cool, but it's a passing league. You need to be able to make plays in the passing game to be a legit contender. So that's why I would say personally, for me, they're not a contender. The defense has been cool. Um, the Browns, I don't really have much to say about them. Like they might sneak into the playoffs. I mean, they're a cool team, but like. No, nah, it's not a team that I'm really worried about. You know, they're cool. And I know the Bengals are bad, but they they, they play they, com- they play they play competitive. They play yeah, competitive. They, they play ball. They play ball, man. I think Joe Burrow has looked good. He's looked he's looked like a number one pick, man. I've said this plenty of times, but I wasn't a believer in Joe Burrow. I thought his final season at LSU was a bit of a fluke. Mm-hmm. But he looks, you know, he looks good out there, man. He looks poised and. He's pretty much playing with the hand that he's dealt, man. They don't have the best pieces. The offensive line is horrendous, but he's he's been solid. But to go back and to talk about, you know, the teams that you're talking about, for the Steelers, man, I've been impressed. The defense is kind of better than I thought. Like, like I knew the defense was good, but, like, it's mm-hmm. one thing to, like, see the defensive unit and then – because, like, they were good last year, but – the offense was terrible because Big Ben was out and they had different dudes like Doug Hodges and Mason Rudolph. So I'm like, I didn't really know. But now that I'm seeing the the puzzle all together, I'm seeing Big Ben. He's sort of like a game manager in a sense. But I, they, even though they're 7-0, I still don't have a, a great read on them. Like, they have they have a good old line. James Conner solid. He's been healthy too. He's been good. The receiving core, Juju Smith-Schuster, he hasn't really emerged as an elite guy. I feel like he was only good because he was playing alongside A.B. Uh, but you got Chase Claypool, who's been impressive. They got guys like Deontay Johnson who can, you know, play. They, they have some guys that can play. Um, the wide receiver position is a position they drive very well. But I just, I just don't know, man. I want to see it against a Kansas City, like you said. So I guess, and hopefully we get that in the playoffs because... I, I just don't have an amazing read on the Steelers. It's like yeah. they're doing what they're supposed to do, and they beat the Ravens. That was a real good measuring stick, kind of. But, but I, the, still wanna, I still want to see more. Yeah, besides that game against the Ravens and the Titans, they haven't really played the stiffest competition. And their, exactly. next, their next three games, I believe, are against bad teams. I think they play the Cowboys. They might play the Jets, too. I mm-hmm. think they play, like, one other bad team. So it's like... They could be a legit contender or it could be like a last year's Packers situation. Yeah, yeah, that's but, what I'm thinking. But, but in the games that we've seen against the Ravens and the Titans, you know what I'm saying, they came and showed up to play. So you, we can't really say that. But And and both of those games were on the road too. Yeah, so like I got to I gotta respect them. I can't respect them. got to respect it. For the Ravens, I wanted to talk to you about the clip I shared with you the other day. Uh, you know, the Brandon Marshall clip where he was talking about Lamar Jackson. And he was saying basically to, to my audience and to people listening, Brandon Marshall, he was saying that Lamar Jackson, it's not it's not all on him, but it's the Greg Roman scheme and system. Mm-hmm. This this kind of, I guess, uh, being caught up on by the rest of the league. Do you buy that at all? Or do you think it's him? Or do you think it's Greg Roman? And also just Lamar Jackson not being... A complete quarterback. Um, I don't think it's. I wouldn't say he's not a complete quarterback. Um, it's. I think it's a mix of all three. You know, what I'm saying. I think 
I think the scheme that they have is solid, but I just don't like. I don't think. I don't think they have the right players. To be honest, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, if you look at their receiving core, really, like they got Hollywood, but even he, like, he's not. I wouldn't say he's a one-trick pony, but he's not like. He's not but like. He is though. Yeah, like I don't want to. I don't want to put that label on him. Uh-huh. But but it's not like he's not like. He's not like a chain mover, you know what I'm saying? They don't really have a chain. Like, their chain mover is Willie Sneed. Like, that's not good. Yeah. That's not good. Um, So, I would say, like... Chain mover, to be honest, is Mark Andrews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to be And then, like, and then Mark Andrews, like, sometimes, like, he'll drop a lot of balls. Like, mm-hmm. you can say it's on Lamar. Lamar definitely misses some passes that he should make. But a lot of the games I watch, he puts it where it needs to be and it gets Yeah, I've dropped. definitely seen some drops. Yeah. So it's like, I don't think, I don't think, I think the Greg Roman system, I think it's cool. I don't think it's really an issue, but I just don't think they have the right amount of talent around him as receiver-wise. For you sure, know? yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because sure. I, I think that's really the issue and I don't know why they haven't been able to get the right receivers in, but I think they'll always have the current ceiling that they have until they get like a DeAndre Hopkins type or even like an Emmanuel Sanders when he was in his prime, like Denver Broncos mm-hmm. or like a Devontae Adams type. Like they, I think they need one of those type of receivers. They, they definitely need a possession guy because, I mean, Willie Sneed, what was he like, the third receiver when he was on the scene? like team? third or fourth. Yeah, right. third or fourth. So like that's not really – a household name or like even a good or even a good two that can like be a one because like Pierre Garçon was a two on the Colts he came to to Washington and he was a one he was solid like even if the Ravens had that type of guy that'd be cool but yeah. they don't so to me Lamar has to make reads with Mark Andrews and the yeah. offense another thing is the offense is more of an on schedule offense and I've been I've been we've been talking about it like I make jokes about it, but like Lamar got to play from behind, and that's not that's not necessarily his forte. But a part, a big part of that is because he doesn't have a receiver yeah, that can get receiver. consistent. He doesn't have a if he had a receiver that he consistently get open. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't, you know, like yeah. That's that's why because like mm-hmm. if they they try and come behind, they're down 14 points. He's he's trying you can't to rely on anybody to get open. He's trying to feed Mark Andrews, and Mark Andrews gets open based off of the play action. Right. So you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So that's like if you look at it like from a surface level point of view, you say, oh, Lamar not accurate or Lamar can't play from behind. But if you look at it in depth and you see the core reasons why, then you can kind of see like why that is. Yeah, because like I watch. I'll watch some of the Ravens game. We're going to get off this division, but mm. I'll watch a Ravens game and I'll see like third and six, third and seven. Lamar will drop back and he'll look, but he got to take off because the pass rush is open. Nobody's open. So like you said, to conclude about the Ravens, at least they're only like, this is going to be their ceiling until they invest into a receiver that can get open. Like, they're, they're fully invested into the defense. You're bringing in Calais Campbell. You're bringing in Yannick. I feel like the Dez Bryant move was out of desperation, kind of, because I don't I don't know. I, I think, really don't know. 
I think this offseason they need to sign a receiver and they need to try to draft one. Like you gotta hit on one or the other because they need they need like a chain mover. Right, because mm-hmm. like the only they, they drafted Devin Duvernay, but that's like a gadget dude. So yeah. we'll see, man. Uh for the Browns, they have been uh struck by the injury bug a little bit. Nick Chubb has been out for an extended period of time. We we all know about Odell Beckham Jr., who's out for the season with a torn ACL, but all we can really say about the Browns is when they played the the best of the best in their division, they've got Mollywood both times. So we know what they are. Like mm-hmm. they'll make the playoffs their first round exit. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty much all I gotta say about the Browns. And then lastly, as I mentioned, I've been impressed with Joe Burrow. Me and you both predicted the Bengals to be last for obvious reasons, but they've been competing in every single one of their games and they just beat the Titans. So Salute. Salute. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next division, which is the AFC South. I, I remember this exactly. You picked the Colts to yeah. win the division. Um, they're in second place, tied with the Titans. Um, they're 5-2? The Colts 5-2? I think so, yeah. I, I know they okay. both got five wins. I don't know if one's 5-3 and three or one's 5-2. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but they both have five wins. Uh, I picked the Texans. I, did, I picked the Texans kind of just like off for like just like off the top of the dome, I didn't really deep dive into their schedule because if I did, I would have said, wow, they got the Chiefs, the Steelers, and the Ravens to start the season. They also yeah, played the was. Packers. They also played the Packers. So if I would have looked at their schedule, I don't even think I would have picked them to win a division. I kind of just did it off of recency bias. So I'll own that and I'll say that for sure. But if I had to repick it, I guess I would go with the Titans. But I'll, I'll start this division off real quick. This division is always a weird one. And we say this every single year, but at least this year, we've seen the Colts emerge and be a solid team. Well, better than solid. We've seen the Titans be good. Um, Like you said, they kind of fell off the last couple of weeks. They'll lose left tackle Taylor Lewan. He's out for the season. But I like what I've seen from the Titans and the Colts because a Phillip Rivers offense, I don't really expect too much from them. But the defense has definitely been amazing. It's been amazing. They just got Darius Leonard back from injury. Uh, DeForest Buckner, I think, has been his arrival has helped them help that defense um, take an, take another step. And they got Xavier Rose on the back end, guys like that. They have a nice defense, man. They got some solid pieces. I like what I've seen from them. For the Titans, they look nice. Even though I kind of have my thoughts about them. Uh, they should have lost that game to the Texans a few weeks ago, but the Texans were just being kind of dumb. Uh, but the Tigers are solid, man. They're going to always give you at least a 9-7 and seven season. And then the Texans, Bill O'Brien, he's gone finally. But I don't think the Texans are as bad as their 1-6 record. I would say 1-6, they probably like a 3-14, and 14, probably. Yeah, and the Jaguars, this is a team that me and you both thought had a real chance of going 0-16. They're still bad. They're starting a, a a rookie this week, Jake Luton. Uh, so we'll see about that. But what's your thoughts on this division, man? So far, you're nailing it. You picked the Colts to win, and you do like the Titans as well. So give us give us your quick thoughts. Y'all don't have honestly too much to say about it. The Colts, they're doing all right. I haven't the off like I said, like I was skeptical to pick them because of Phillip Rivers. You know, so you don't never you don't you never know what you're gonna get from him. And he hasn't been really that impressive. Like he's He's like he's kind of been a game manager as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The offense doesn't really strike the fear in the opponent's heart 
So, I mean, they've been cool. But I think if they make the playoffs, they'll be like a first-round exit. Um, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're, like, the defense is good, but they're not really – they're not putting any fear in their heart, uh, anybody's heart. Um, as far as the Titans, I thought the Titans looked like contenders when they were 5-0. and I was like, I don't know, Ryan Tannehill, <laughs> Derrick Henry rolling on cylinders, and then they lose to the Steelers and they lose to the Bengals last week. So now I don't, I don't have a read on them. I don't know, like, who's the real Titans. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'll be interested to see how the rest of their season plays out. But I think this division is definitely a toss-up between Titans and the Colts, um, two teams that kind of have significant flaws that prevent them from being contenders. With the Titans, mm-hmm. it's just the consistency. Um, and then the Colts is uh, the offense. You know what I'm saying? Any Phillip Rivers offense is going to have a ceiling. The offense isn't really explosive. Um, the Texans, they 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 just, they just got a bad draw. Um, the defense is bad. Deshaun's doing the most he can do, but you know it just hasn't equated to wins. They've had a tough schedule as well. They don't have a first or second round pick this year, so That's they're not they're not going to get a boost in the draft. So we'll just see how that team shapes out moving forward. Jaguars, I don't have anything to say. Um, I thought they would go on sixteen. Uh, they, they 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 caught one. So, but other than that, I don't have anything else to say. For sure. Uh, let's do, let's dive into the AFC East. That's our next division. Mm. I believe both of us picked the Bills, but I think we thought the Patriots were going to be a little better. Yeah, I had the Bills and I might have picked the Patriots to be honest. I think I had like the Bills and the Patriots like neck and neck. Yeah, um, now for me. I had the Bills winning it definitively. Yeah, I remember you I had the, the Bills. Patriots would be a little better than they were. And shout out to the Dolphins, man. They the Dolphins. Nice. They the Dolphins been balling, man. They're four and three. I believe winners of three straight. I think Dolphins. I was reading like an article this morning. I think they said they have like they allowed the lowest points in the league and on defense. I, I would. I wouldn't even be surprised. I, I didn't even. I didn't even know about that. Like, you know, the last team. I'm not even gonna mention them. But, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> so, what do you think about the AFC East, man? Um, I'm not surprised that the Bills are leading. Um, I thought the Patriots would be a little bit better, even though, like on the season preview, how we discussed the lack of talent at receiver um, mm-hmm. that they had. Uh, their best receiver was Julian Edelman, who was kind of getting up there in age. He's out. Um, Yep, and the running game hasn't been as good as it's supposed to be. And then that defense st- took a step back, losing all those pieces. Um, Cam, New- Cam Newton, since he's come back from COVID, hasn't played well at all. Like, they, they look solid the first three weeks in the season. Then once Cam- and then they even looked solid against the Chiefs without Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. And then once he came back, it was just like it was, it was just like a totally different team. Like, the defense wasn't playing as well. The offense wasn't playing as well. So, and uh, Bill Belichick, he even said, I think it was either this week or last week, he was like, we sold out to win Super Bowls, you know what I'm saying, with all the cap space and stuff. They got a lot of dead cap from Tom Brady and Antonio Brown and I believe like a few other players this year. So they didn't really have a lot of um, flexibility to work with, especially with the other players to opt out. But I've seen people talking about this Brady versus Belichick narrative, you know what I'm saying? They're saying Brady won. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think I will have to see what happens next year 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because Tom Brady's getting up there in age. Uh, Belichick, the Patriots are going to have a lot more cap space next year. So he'll be able to reshape the team. So it'll be interesting to see how he does with that. But yeah, I, you can't really... That's like that's just like a media thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody, everybody knows Belichick's a great coach. Brady's a good quarterback. So I'm not really too bought into that. But um, as far as the Bills... They they were playing uh, they were playing great ball the first few weeks of the season. Josh Allen was looking like an MVP candidate, and then he's kind of bounced back down to earth. Uh, Up into that Titans game, man, they yeah. look they look great. Yeah, so he's kind of come back down to earth. Stephon Diggs has definitely been a great addition to their offense. Like he he's he's kind of like we we were saying about the Ravens, like the uh, Bills last year. They had Cole Beasley and John Brown, and that was cool. But once they added Stephon Diggs to that mix, a consistent chain mover, like That's what Ravens should have went after, man. Yeah, yes, they added a, a guy that can get can make a big play and consistently move the chains, like a receiver that you can consistently go to. Um, that's kind of helped Josh Allen elevate his play. He's still been a little inconsistent, but like that level of play that he was playing at the first week of the season, I think that directly correlates to uh, the addition of Stephon Diggs. Bills defense, they haven't been. They've been okay. They haven't been great. So that's, yeah, that's he's taking a step back. Yeah. So I would say that's why I don't have them as really true contenders. I think they could get to that second round of the playoffs, though. Definitely. Um, the Dolphins, I've been impressed. Um, I don't like. I think if they wanted to make a playoff push, they should have stuck with Fitz. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know what Tua is about to do, so we just got to kind of wait and see. But, like, the defense has been playing well, so that defense may be good enough to ride them into a playoff spot if Tua doesn't make a bunch of mistakes. Um, and there's only three teams in this division as far as I'm concerned. So that's all I really have to say. All right. So for the people out there, I'm, I'm at least I'm at least acknowledge the last team. But to start it off, I did have the Bills winning the division. It looked like they were gonna run away with it, mm. at, uh, like the first few weeks of the season, like the first month. But you know, they they still have a young quarterback, and their defense is definitely taking a step back. They had a top ten D last year, and now it's like a bottom ten at this point in the season. But they're still solid, man. They still got some guys. But I, I like what I've seen from Stephon Diggs, man. He's second in receiving yards right now behind DeAndre Hopkins. How about that? And, you know, he's been good, man. He's been good. Like you said, a consistent chain mover, a reliable receiver that every team needs. And he's been good, man. He's been great. You know, worth the first round pick that they gave up. Uh, but I, I, I like what I've seen from them so far. But like you said, man, they can't be a contender. I watched them against Kansas City. Uh, they got gutted by Clyde Edwards Hilaire in that game. And I think the Chiefs should have won by more, to be honest with you. And then they got destroyed by the Titans. Is That's another team that I think isn't a contender. But, I mean, they got destroyed by them. And then, I mean, I think they could, you know, I think they could definitely win a division, host a playoff game, possibly win one. But, you know, beyond that, I don't see anything. Uh, for the Dolphins, man, They've been looking good, man. They've been looking good. They are a team that has the Texans picks. So that's nice. That's going to be nice to re-up in the draft, man. You you definitely have a top 10 pick. It's not even yours. And then you're going to have their second round pick as well. That's definitely nice. Going to be interested to see how Tua plays. But 
I like the culture that Brian Flores has established down there in Miami. You know, usually these Bill Belichick disciples, they pretty much have been misses. Pretty much have been misses. You know, you look at uh, Josh McDaniels. He flamed out in Denver. You look at Romeo Cornell. He flamed out. Uh, Matt Patricia. He he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot lines are tough out. But it's just like he he gives them a ceiling. Matt Patricia been the head coach. But Brian Flores, man, I like the culture he's established. He's he's looking good down there. Shout out to the Dolphins. But the Patriots. I, I just wish I just wish they were better, but I just kind of think they just don't got the pieces right now. They just don't got the pieces, and we just got to see, man. They, I think Bill Belichick knew in his heart like this is gonna be a down year. I'm sure he knew, like he knew that this is gonna be a down year regardless. And yeah, and the last team that B Jones didn't want to acknowledge, and for obvious reasons, is the Jets, man. Who are 0-8, correct? 0-8, yeah. They're 0-8. So, I mean, he has great reason to not acknowledge them. Adam Gase hasn't been a good head coach. I don't know why he's still employed, but they've been bad, man. They've been bad. I will say, though, when Sam Darnold plays, they are competitive. They are more competitive than when Joe Flacco was in there. Because, like, they, they only lost to the Bills by 8. They were... They were in that Chiefs game for like the first half. And they've been, but I don't know, man. The Jets are just a bad team. And yeah, Adam Gase is definitely a huge part of the problem, if not all. But that's it for this division. Let's hop into go South East West. AFC West, our last division. And this division has actually been interesting. I think, I think as currently constructed, I called it. I think it's currently constructed. I called it. Um, for the Chiefs, no surprise to see them seven and one. They did have that minor slip up to the second place team, which is the Raiders, uh, who beat them. And but no, nobody's really surprised at the Chiefs, man. They they won a Super Bowl last year. No surprise to see them seven and one through the first eight games. Probably go thirteen and three at the worst. I know they got a date with the Buccaneers later on in the season. We'll see how that unfolds. But They've been looking good, man. Patrick Mahomes, he hasn't been, like, MVP amazing, but his stats are still solid, man. He only has one interception. So, shout out to Patrick Mahomes. And they've been solid. The defense, though, I do have some concerns. Uh, they gave up 40 to the Raiders yeah. a couple of weeks ago. That was a little eye-opening. But, I mean, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. For the Raiders, I, I like what I've seen from the Raiders, man. John Gruden... Kind of don't know. Uh, I, I kind of didn't know what I was going to get from him. But the Raiders have been solid, man. Their car has been all right. Josh Jacobs has been, you know, the bell cow workhorse back. And they got some pieces, you know, your Hunter Renfro's, your Henry Ruggs. They have some solid guys. Uh, but they've been, they've been playing solid, man. Shout out to your guy, Jonathan Abram. on the yeah, defense. That's guy. Uh, They got a solid O-line as well. Uh, but shout out to the Raiders, man. They're four and three. I think I had them finishing second because of the Broncos injuries. And then I think I had the Chargers probably finishing. I, I believe that's what I had. But the Broncos, they are they're still solid. They're three and four. I kind of thought through seven games they'd probably be two and five. But they've been all right. They've been they've been they've been cool. Uh they they had a huge come from behind win 
against the Chargers this past week. So shouts out to the Broncos, shouts out to Drew Locke. I still don't know what Drew Locke is, but this team is down a severe number of weapons. No Corlin Sutton, no offense, didn't miss time, but he's back. Um, Phillip Lindsay had missed time, but he's back as well. Melvin Gordon had missed a week, uh, but they've been solid, man. Three and four, that's cool. And lastly, the Chargers, they're two and five, um, still losing games like only the Atlanta Falcons lose games, but <laughs> they're two and five. But I will say the bright spot definitely is Justin Herbert. I didn't, I wasn't high on him. I don't think you were high on him either, but he's looked good. He's looked poised. I'm sure he's due for a bad game soon at some point, but he's looked good, man. He's looked good. Definitely made a couple of mistakes, but he's looked he's looked good though. Uh, so, what's your thoughts? Um, yeah, pretty much similar to you. Um, the Chiefs have been the Chiefs. Uh, neither uh, both of us expected them to be kind of in this position. Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, Patrick Mahomes. Yards-wise, he hasn't been putting up the crazy yards numbers that we're used to seeing, but he still has a, I think, I believe a 21 to 1 touchdown yeah, interception like ratio. So, like, Pat Mahomes, him just playing, like, cool is, like, still playing, like, at a historically good level. So, that's why it's like, you know, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. This is what we expected. Um, the run game, the run game that we saw in week one, hasn't been as consistent as uh hasn't been really a consistent thing but i still think as we get later into the season uh playoffs you know once the weather gets colder i think they'll be able to you know have more of a consistent run game and kind of grind games out if they need to um so yeah the chiefs don't have really much more to say on them they're a great team um the raiders this i think i had i might have had them finishing last you know i just think so Yes, I would. So they've they've caught me off guard, um, especially that big win against the Chiefs. Um, the defense, they they got some players on their defense. Um, the offense has been solid. Derek Carr, he's been solid. He's been solid. That's not a guy that I'm really high on. Um, they brought Marcus Mariota in to like maybe take his job, but I mean Derek mm-hmm. Carr has been solid. Darren Waller, he's been amazing. Um, yeah, the Raiders have been playing good football. Uh, the Broncos, I was actually going to come in here um, once they, I think they were down like 24 to 3 to the Chargers. Yep. I was going to kind of be calling for Vic Fangio's job. <laughs> bit, like, because he's not really doing much better than Vance Joseph. But yeah. they came in and they came back and they won that game. So uh, I can't, I can't really say what I was going to say. But, uh, <laughs> I know you were ready. Yeah, as far as the Broncos, um, obviously they've been hit with the injury bug to multiple players, but Drew Locke hasn't been impressive. Um, the last game they played against the Chargers, that was probably his best game of the season. But overall, I know he got hurt early, so he may still be dealing with some effects of that injury. But overall, he hasn't been impressive. Um, even with Cortland Sutton out, still with the weapons that they have there, I think, they should be playing better than they are, um, especially on the offensive side of the ball. So they've kind of been a disappointment. That was a team I was kind of high on, even with the Von Miller injury. But um, yeah, we was both on the Broncos, man. Yeah. So that. But um, and the Chargers, they've been playing, they've been playing competitive football, but they just it hasn't translated to wins. 
for whatever reason, they always find a way to blow the lead. Like, it doesn't matter who's the coach, who's on the team. It's just like the Falcons. Like, <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Anthony Lynn's job may be in question uh-huh. um, by the end of the season. But, like, I don't get it. Uh, like, the game against the Saints, that was on Monday Night Football. They should have won that game. They, they blew definitely should have won that game. I think it was another game. It might have been the week after that they blew the lead. I know the – I know that – the Buccaneers, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I was saying. So, they, yeah, they were blew the lead to the Buccaneers, the Saints, and now the Broncos. So, I, like, I don't – and the Chiefs. Yeah. So it's they like, did. yep. They should. Yo, the, the Chargers could really be five and two right now. I, I don't. I, I don't. This perplexing. I, I don't know what else to say besides that. <laughs> oh man, that's some funny stuff, bro. Let's let's get into the NFC, man. I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure everybody's uh, waiting to hear what we got to say on the NFC. So let's start with the NFC North. I'm gonna kick this one off. I think. I'm wild, but I think I picked the Vikings to win the division. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, but um I I don't know why I did that, bro. I don't know why. I th- I I have no idea why. But anyways, shame on me. You guys can go ahead and slam to me, man, in the comments. Uh shoot me a text. Y'all can get at me. But they're two and five. Kirk Cousins. Hasn't been great. He's been he's been bad, y'all. He's like he has like almost like the same amount of touchdowns as he does picks. But whatever, man. Uh, let's start it off in current order. Uh, the team that's actually playing right now is the Green Bay Packers. They currently sit at five and two at this present moment. It's nine p.m. We're recording on Thursday night. They're five and two. Uh, look to go six and two against the injury riddle 49ers, who we'll talk about in a second. But they're they're five and two. They haven't overly impressed me. It just looked like they just look like the Packers from last season. You know what I'm saying? Aaron Jones has gotten a little better. Um, I, they, they've had a couple of impressive wins, I guess. I think that Saints game kind of impressed me. It was no Devontae Adams in it, but yeah, man, with the Packers, to me, I can see them cruising to 13 and three like they did last year, maybe 12 and four. But I don't know, man. When it comes to playoff time, I just I won't be able to trust them. I just won't. They're like a finesse team. They're not, you know, super physical. Like, when they get to the playoffs, I expect them to lose the same way they lost to the Bucks when they play those upper echelon and the elite team. So, yeah, yeah I mean, whatever. They're 5-2, though, but not, not really surprised. The Bears, though, second place at 5-3. and three. This is a team that has definitely surprised me. Nick Foles has stepped in there, but the defense has been really, really nice. I've been impressed. But uh, I think Nick Foles is when you have a guy like Nick Foles, that is your ceiling. I know they, I know Nick Foles won a Super Bowl, but you know we're not seeing that same Nick Foles. The Nick Foles that we're seeing is a blend of all the Nick Foles that we've seen. But he's he's a little bit better than Trubisky. But I have been impressed, though, man, just a little bit with the Bears. But it's just weird for me to see them at five and three right now. Still very, very weird. I think I had them going like six and ten. Uh, but shout out to the Bears, man, for proving me wrong. Lions sitting at three and four. Not really surprised at all. We always talk about the Lions and we always say two words, tough out. And they are consistently year after year, tough out. 
don't have you know an elite roster, but they have they have a lot of talent in you know multiple places, man. You know Matthew Stafford. Say what you want about him, he's still a solid QB. You know he's still solid. You got Kenny Galladay who just got hurt, but he's solid. He's a solid receiver. Barman Jones, he's solid. Uh, DeAndre Swift, they picked him up in the draft. I like what I've seen from him. Adrian Peterson still back there, but like I said, the Lions they just got they just got solid pieces. So three and four is about where I saw them being. Uh, last place is the Vikings, a team I was completely wrong on. I guess I just don't know what I thought I was going to see from them. They have had a couple of injuries. Anthony Barr's out. Dalvin Cook missed some time, I think. But um, yeah, man. Um, they're two and five though. Kirk Cousins is clearly the problem. What's your thoughts on this division? Yeah, uh, I had the Packers winning. I think I had the um, Vikings coming in second, Lions third, Bears in last. So, I mean, this is pretty much what I really expected from the Packers. Uh, they have kind of a weak schedule, so um, their uh, their record is going to be good. But just me watching them play. Like you said, their offense, I don't think they, their offense is very stoppable. Um, you can make, you can get chunk plays on their defense. So that's why I just, like record wise, by the time the season ends, they'll probably finish 12 and 4, 13 and 3, something like that. So they'll have a great record. But I, to me, they're just not an elite team, you know? Like Aaron Rodgers has been good, he's been great. Definitely, but I think their offense is very, very stoppable. Once if they once they play up up against like some of the more athletic defenses, um, like a team like the Rams, like that kind of defense, I think that kind of defense can give the Packers a lot of problems. And then um, like offense, like you saw with the Bucks, with like a lot of dynamic pieces and weapons. Like that type of offense can get the defense some problems. I think this Packers team is very beatable. Um, so that's why I don't really consider them contenders. Uh, the Bears, even though they have a good record, I think this is a bad football team. I just think it's a bad football team. The defense is very good. The defense is um, the defense kind of took a step back last year, but they've kind of ramped it up this year. They've been yeah. very good. But I think the offense is just horrible. I think uh, they have the worst running offense in the league. They can't get any consistent type of yards on the ground. And then the offense, Nick Foles, kind of, the only benefit that Nick Foles provides to their offense is you might get a good deep, sh- as opposed to Trubisky, you might get a good deep shot every now and then. Because Trubisky, he's just going to make a bunch of safe plays. Like a bu- like a big like a bunch of dink and dunk type of plays, and Nick Foles he's going to take those deep shots whether they get picked off or whether they get caught. But I, I don't think I don't think they're I don't I think I don't think they'll make the playoffs. I think they'll I think we'll see them slide down to like shout out Allen Robinson. Though. Yeah, he been yeah. playing good. Shout out Allen Robinson. Sure, I think they they I think their ceiling is like nine and seven. But because of how tough the NFC West is, and then you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Saints coming out of the South, I don't think they'll be able to slide into the playoffs. Um, The Lions, like, they're pretty much what we expected. Uh, Patricia's a bad coach. Um, They 
probably should have won more games than they than they have. They've had some pretty big leads that they blew. Um, look at the the game against the Saints. Look at the game against the Packers. So, I mean, they're what we expected. Uh, the Vikings, um, their Kirk Cousins extension was terrible. Uh, can't even get out of it after this year. So you're probably stuck with him for another year. And he's pretty much been one of the key factors for their downfall this season. Yeah. Um, that and the fact that they haven't been able to uh, get good play from the cornerback spot. And they let a, a lot of their cornerbacks go last offseason. So I don't really have much more to say about them than that. But yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Let's hop into the South, man. A division I'm very, very excited to talk about, but I'm going to let you kick this NFC South off, man. Uh, for people listening and people watching, it's currently present. Uh, the Buccaneers sit at the top of the division at 6-2. and two. The Saints are in second place at 5-2. and two. Carolina Panthers are at 3-5. and five, And the Atlanta Falcons are sitting at 2-6. and six. So, B. Jones, go ahead. Okay, yeah. So, I think I had the Saints winning this division. I had the Bucs coming in second, but I didn't think they would be a contender. I thought they would be cool. Um, and then I had, I think I had the Falcons in third and the uh, Panthers in fourth. So the Buccaneers, I, I've been proven wrong. They do look like a contender. I don't know how this Antonio Brown situ- situation is going to play out. Um, they've kind of, their top receivers have been in and out of the lineup. Mike Evans and Chris mm-hmm. Godwin. I think Mike Evans missed like a game. He might have missed a game. I know he was definitely hurt. I don't know if he missed any yeah. games. I think Chris, he didn't miss one, I think, but he definitely been playing hurt, like you yeah, said. He's definitely been playing hurt. Uh, Chris Chris Godwin's been hurt. Uh, he's missed a few games. Um, they don't really get anything consistent from the running game, but um, I mean, they've been good. Like they they look like a solid team. The defense looks legit. And I I wouldn't say elite, but they they have a pretty athletic defense. Um, if you look at the game against the Packers, you know, they, they shut them down. So I think, yeah, I think the Bucks are definitely a contender. I'll be interested to see how they play moving forward and also how Antonio Brown factors into the equation with that team. Um, the Saints, they have a good record. I haven't been impressed with them. Um, Michael Thomas has been out. Man, Sanders has missed a game or two. But just overall, their defense... Like their defense, they they give up a lot of big plays. Uh, they get a lot of penalties called them on them as well. A lot of holding, a lot of passing interference. Yeah, um, Drew Brees, he, he's not taking any deep shots downfield. The offense is very methodical. Aside from like the every explosive Alvin Kamara play you get every now and then, their offense isn't really you know an offense to be feared. It's not one of the Saints offense that gets a lot of chunk plays in the past. Um, some of that might have to do with Michael Thomas, but Michael Thomas isn't really a chunk play receiver. You know, he just kind of gets you like 10 to 15 yards here and there, or like not even 15, probably like 6 to 12 yards here and there. It's kind of moved down the field. So Alvin Kamara has kind of really been carrying that offense, and I'll, that's not sustainable. If you're trying to win a championship, so yeah, I would have to see more from them to for me to kind of put them in that contender mix. But as of right now, they aren't contenders to me. 
Um, the Panthers don't really have much to say about them. We knew they would be a rebuilding team. I thought they would be worse than what they are, but they 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 play. They've been playing decent. They've been playing hard. They kind of showed a flash. I think they went on a two game or three game winning streak like a few weeks yeah. ago um, when they beat the Cardinals. I don't know who else they beat, but um, yeah, they they look they look decent. But overall, they're a rebuilding team, so kind of what we expected from them. The Falcons, they've been a mess. Um, Dan Quinn got fired. They blew their lead to the Cowboys. They blew that lead to the Bears. And, uh, and like I said, when on season preview, I couldn't trust picking them to do anything significant because they were a Dan Quinn coach football team and he got fired. So, hey. For sure. Uh, I, I had the same order as you. I had the Saints winning the division, but I had the Bucks being a very close second. As of right now, you know, they're neck and neck. Bucks are sitting at six and two. I like what I've seen from the Bucks, man. I do. I did expect them to kind of throttle the Giants this past week, but I guess I got to give credit to the Giants, and they also didn't have Chris Godwin. But yeah, but shout out to the Bucks, man. Brady, I thought it would take a little bit longer to establish chemistry, but. And we're still seeing, we're still seeing, you know, them have, you know, some miscues on offense and stuff like that. But I still thought it would take a little bit longer. But they are sitting at six and two. They have, you know, played some quality opponents. And, you know, they've looked good, man. Ever since they've come a long way since week one, where their offense just could not click at all. There was no chemistry. Uh, they were they were a team who this COVID season and having no offseason pretty much. Uh, hurt them and no preseason and stuff like that it hurt them but they bounced back man like i said they've came they come a long way man you know they started up 0-1 sitting at six and two right now so they, they've been looking good shout out to brady uh gronk has we were talking about gronk maybe about a month ago like he's just out there but the last couple of weeks he's come out strong and he's played well a uh, shout out to scotty miller he's been playing some solid ball uh the run game is something i'm a little concerned about but I think they'll find a way. Antonio Brown, I can't wait to see him get inserted into the equation. It should be nice to see. And I think it could potentially be a scary sight for the league and definitely for the NFC when uh, AB gets fully acclimated. Uh, for the Saints, pretty much feel the exact same way you do. I mean, they are winners of four straight, but I kind of look at those games as a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt. Uh, Michael Thomas has been out, so... I don't have, I can't really properly, you know, give a, a proper analysis on them. But, um, I mean, they're staying above float, but the defense has been undisciplined, like you said, man. But I do feel like the Saints should have lost some games if they won. Nothing like that Chargers game. And they could have lost that Bears, Bears game. With the overtime, too. So... Uh, they're five and two, but I don't think they're as good as their five and two record per se. And the Panthers, they're three and five. Rebuilding team, like you said, they've been all right. They've been all right, man. Uh, Christian McCaffrey has been out for a long period of time, so that's their best player. But shout out to Robbie Anderson, though. He's been playing well. Yeah. He's already in receiving yards uh, right now through the midway point of the year. And the Atlanta Falcons, they're sitting at two and six. They did. Dan Quinn did get fired, but I think the Falcons, they're about an average team, man. I don't think they're as bad as two and six. They should be four and four. You know, they left a couple of W's, you know, off the win column. 
And off the standing sheet, they should be about four and four. You know, if they win that Bears game, win that Cowboys game, they would be four and four right now. But they're two and six, nevertheless. And yeah. So let's move on, B. Jones. And we were having fun, but we gotta get into some some deep criticism. And since we're going in order, our usual order, north, south, east, and then west. But we're at East, and we are at the NFC East. Ha! <sighs> I'm going to start this one because I know you're really going to go in. To be honest, the NFC East, they're, they're, no team in the NFC East deserves to host a playoff game. They don't. No, no team deserves to be in the playoffs. They should give up that spot to one of these very – Hard-nosed, tough teams, tough competitive teams in the NFC West. Because this division, man, I can't wait till we get into that one, man. But the worst team in the NFC West would be the best team in the NFC East. And that is sad. But for my audience, the current standings right now in the NFC East are Eagles. First place with three, with a 3-4-1 record. Second place, the Washington football team at 2-5. Third place, the Dallas Cowboys at two and six. And last place, the New York football Giants at one and seven. Let's start with the Eagles. They are three, four, and one. I did expect them to win the division. They, they definitely should, considering they probably have the best, I guess. I, I guess they had the best roster remaining because the Cowboys are without Dak. But yeah, man, the Eagles pretty much have the best team remaining. And the most healthiest, I say they have the healthiest team. Uh, they should win, but they're three, four, and one, man. They could have easily lost to the Bengals, so they could be three and five. Eagles just haven't been impressive, man. Carson Wentz has not looked good at all. I sent B. Jones a wild stat uh, this morning that through the first eight games, Jameis Winston's stats were actually better than Carson Wentz first eight games of this season. But they're sitting at three, four, and one, whatever. Washington football team, they're sitting at two and five. I'm not surprised to see them sitting at two and five. I'm just surprised to see them two and five with a chance to win a division. That's the shocking part. No surprise to see them at two and five, but they're two and five. Game out of first. And still, they still have another date with the Eagles, and they actually beat the Eagles already. They're sitting at two and five. Third place. Dallas Cowboys, we all saw Dak Prescott get hurt, but when Dak Prescott was out there, they didn't look good. Dak Prescott had to put up a lot of garbage numbers, empty stats, man. And if it wasn't for the Atlanta Falcons game, the Cowboys are 1-7. But they're on their fourth-string QB, so I kind of have a little bit of sympathy for them. And then the Giants, they're 1-7. Can't really put too much stock in you. Your only win is against the Washington football team. They play the Buccaneers very tough the other night. They are without Saquon Barkley, who got hurt. Uh, get well to him. And that's it, man. That's all I got for you, B. Jones. <laughs> I'm going to let you go in, bro. I know it's coming. Yeah, honestly, I don't, I'm not going to really spend too much time and energy talking about this division. Um, <laughs> I think I definitely have to say the NFC East is bad football. It's bad football, especially when there's two NFC East teams playing each other. Uh, I, you know, you know, you know what I've said about it. It's like 
I feel like I'm watching one of those games that just be on the TV, like on ESPN U. Bro, what you say? Uh, you said Tulsa versus Yeah, who? it's like watching uh, – <laughs> I don't even know which conference Tulsa is in now, but it's like watching Tulsa versus Miami of Ohio football. No disrespect to anybody that plays for those teams, but that's not really football I want to watch. Um, <laughs> it's not exciting. But yeah, NFC East is bad football, I think. Uh, I think that some kind of rule change needs to take place that if your division winner wins seven games or eight games, that that team shouldn't be able to host the playoffs, a playoff game. Just something like that. Something needs to change because there's no reason that a team from this division should be allowed to host a playoff game. Um, we've seen some like seven game winner division winners in our lifetime. The Panthers did uh, a few years back. The Seahawks, I, I think, yeah, I think the yeah, Seahawks did, the Cardinals did. I think mm-hmm. they get the Cardinals into the Super Bowl, they did. But I think collectively, this is the worst collective collective of teams that we've seen. I mean, the season's not over yet, but I think each of these teams, like, they just have no business in the playoffs. They just have no business in the playoffs. This is the worst collective of, of division football play that we've ever seen. <laughs> um, the Eagles, I mean, Carson Wentz hasn't been playing well. They haven't gotten good receiver play. Besides my man Travis Fogum, shout yeah, out to Travis Fogum. He yeah. been playing good, but other than that, yeah. Um, besides him, um, Washington football team—they're what we expected to beat them to be. Uh, defense has played solid. Offense, top five defense right now. Yep, offense is one of the worst in the league. Um, I'm not even going to get into the Haskins mentions or anything like that, but. Offense has been one of the worst in the league. Their Cowboys, I mean, they were their offense was putting up numbers before the Dak Prescott uh, injury, but it wasn't translating to wins. The defense was playing at a historically bad level, and the Giants are kind of what we expected them to be. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm not going to give them much time and energy more than that. NFC East is just bad. It's bad football. You know it's bad when a one and seven team isn't mathematically. Yeah. If, I, I honestly wanted the winner of this division to have six wins, just just because that's just how bad the play has been. I want the I want the division winner to have six wins, so I'm hoping man. that happens. Man, the real loser is the team that wins this division because. Not even gonna have that high of a draft pick. Yeah, <laughs> that's the real loser. But let's hop into let's go. We're gonna end this. We're gonna end this show on a on a positive note, and that's actually we're gonna actually end it off with the best division in football. Yeah, and that's the NFC West, man. It's currently constructed right now. Through the first eight weeks, we have the Seattle Seahawks sitting at six and one, Arizona Cardinals second place at five and two, the. L.A. Rams sitting at five and three, and the Forty Nine ers sitting at four and four. B. Jones, I'm gonna start with you on this one, man. What do you think about the NFC West? What have been your impressions? We already stamped it earlier that this would be the best division in football, and I think we both picked the Seattle Seahawks to win a division. But go ahead, bro. Yep. So it's kind of going how I expected. I believe I had the Seahawks first, Cardinals second, 
Rams third, uh, 49ers fourth. Um, Seahawks, Seahawks have looked good. Uh, Russell Wilson has been playing probably the best ball of his career. Um, DK Mac, DK Metcalf is a bucket. I know that's a basketball term, but he's a bucket. Um, he's been playing like a top five receiver in the league. For sure. He's been playing like a top five receiver in the league. And I kind of think, because you know how like Devontae Adams, like he was cool his first year in the league, his first mm-hmm. few years in the league, and then all of a sudden he became just like elite. Elite, yeah. I think they're kind of the same thing with DK Metcalf, even though it's his, only his second year. Like his first year, you know, he got picked, I think it was like second or third round, something like that. Mm-hmm. So he was so he was kind of under the radar his first year. You know, he was cool, you know, had a few plays here and there. But this year, he's been playing elite, especially that last game that they played against the 49ers. That was that was elite. Yeah, that was looking good, and, man. And he's been he's been mashed up against the team's top corner for most most of these games. He got he um I know he cooked stuff on Gilmore that game they played the Patriots. So he's been playing elite. Um, the defense is a little suspect, um, but they've you know they're they've been straight like they're not really an elite defense. Seattle hasn't really had an elite defense in a long time. Mm-hmm. So probably since back. The Legion, they broke up the Legion of Boom. But I think when you have Russell Wilson as your quarterback, um, you can win almost any game. And we've kind of seen that, um, especially like the last year, uh, when they won a lot of one possession games. Russell Wilson is just like he's just a high IQ player, he's a baller. So I think that's why I have Seattle as one of my contenders. Um, second place is the Cardinals. Um, they've kind of been a mixed bag. And I think a lot of that has to do with uh, Kyler Murray. Like his passing is kind of like some games he's been off, some games he's looked great. Um, definitely started out the season hot, and then he kind of fell off in those games against the Panthers and then that game against the Lions. But since then, he's bounced back. They've gotten some good wins. They beat um, who they beat? I know they beat uh, the Seahawks. Who's the other team? I think I think that that might have been the Jets. So yeah, so that don't count. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, they they're they're sitting at five and two. They're looking in good position to make the playoffs. They just have to win a few more of those division games. I think they have a few games coming up on the NFC East. I think they got the Eagles. Yeah, they got the Eagles and the Giants coming up later. So they're gonna have to win some more of those tough games. Games against the Seahawks. Game against the 49ers. Games against the Rams coming up, but I think they're in good position to make the playoffs moving forward. Um, the Rams, the defense has been great. The offense, this, this, kind of, this kind of been a new identity for the Rams. Like their Sean McVay teams, we've used to seeing the offense be the main identity and them getting a lot of chunk plays. The offense this year is much more methodical. Um, seeing like jet sweeps and like controlling the game through the ground. Um, a lot of play action and then kind of like just like they kind of they're kind of like the 2018 Bears a little bit like yeah they, I could see that like they that's kind of like their new play style the defense isn't as good as that Bears team but like that's kind of their play style so which is cool I don't think they're I think they might make the playoffs but I think they make the playoffs they'll probably be like a, a one like a wild card one and done they might sneak a game but depending on the matchup, I think they're like a cool team, not a contender. Um, the 49ers, I had them coming in fourth place just because they had already 
racked up a bunch of injuries in the preseason. Um, and they've continued to rack up injuries. And also Jimmy Garoppolo, he's kind of, his play hasn't been really up to par. Um, but I like, I've liked what I've seen from uh, Debo and the rookie, uh, Brandon Ayuk. They, yeah, shout out to Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, especially in the, like when he first came back, he was kind of like doing like a lot of gadget plays, yeah, just sweeps right. and stuff like that. But these last two games, he's not playing tonight, but these last two games, he's made some plays like from the receiver position. So I think he'll be a special piece moving forward. Uh, Debo has been kind of banged up the whole year, so we haven't really gotten to see too much of him. But he's played well from what we've seen. So they, so they'll, so they'll be, they'll be good moving forward. But this is kind of just a down year from them. This is kind of like a chalk year for them. Yeah, but, um, but I can definitely see uh, the top three teams: Rams, Cardinals, and Seahawks making. Uh, the playoffs from this division, and I have the Seahawks as one of my contenders. I think they'll be going to the Super Bowl. Um, For sure. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. So I like the Seahawks, man. They are currently sitting at 6-1. and one. Uh, They honestly should have won that game that they did lose to the Cardinals. Um, Russell Wilson got a bit of uncharacteristic. Uh, they they should have won that game, though. They should have won, but it kind of left one on the table. But Still sitting at 6-1, still a good record. My only concern, man, is that pass defense. They they give up 358 passing yards a game. Like, every QB outside of last week, even last week, Jimmy Garoppolo played bad, but Nick Mullins, he came in and he put up 250 passing yards in like one quarter. So, like, I mean, that's kind of garbage time, but... But everybody else has put up numbers. Kyler passed for like 340 against them. Kirk Cousins had a solid day. They just got to clean up that pass defense. I know Jamal Adams has missed some time. But if they can get that cleaned up, I have them. It's going to be NFC Championship between them and the Bucks in my eyes. Uh, for the Cardinals, they're like, they're like that sexy team, man. Every year, it's the one team that kind of emerges. And they're like that, that, new, that new, fresh, sexy team. You know, you got Kyler Murray. Uh, he's solid, man. You got Chase Edmonds, who's been the better running back out of that core. Him and Keon Drake. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, though, man. New team, no problem. Leading the league in receiving yards up to this point. And then defense has been, it's been okay. It's been all right. It hasn't been great. It's, it's just been all right. You know, middle of the pack type of defense. But shout out to the Cardinals, man. They've been looking good. Um... Sitting nice, man. Five and three. The Rams, they they've been looking better than I thought they were gonna look. I thought the Rams were actually gonna be last, but I mean it still could happen. But I thought the Rams were gonna be last, man. But they've looked good. The defense, that's their identity, as you mentioned. Man. I'm not really gonna dive too much into that, but yeah, man. Shout out to the Rams. They've been cool. 49ers sitting there four and four, probably gonna go to four and five after tonight, man. They've just been a team decimated with injuries. But I do like the fact that they just they, they haven't tanked. They haven't tanked it. Lost Nick Bosa week one. Lost Solomon Thomas. They're on like their fourth running back right now. Tevin Coleman and most of them out. You got uh, Jermichael Hasty and Jerick McKinnon out there right now. You got George Kittle. George Kittle's been out. Oh, he's out now. Uh, Richard Sherman, he's been out. So they've had a ton of injuries, but they haven't tanked the season. Jimmy Garoppolo's out too. They haven't tanked it. So I do admire and I do respect that about them. Like they just haven't tanked it and they've been still playing competitive football. 
so that's my spill in the NFC West. And real quick before you go, let's do these predictions. Let's knock these joints out real quick. So okay. sure. um, for, we got 14 games this week. We got the first game is Packers 49ers. I'm pretty sure you had the Packers. Based on that 49ers injury report, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you had the Packers. All right, Sunday slate. We got Ra- uh, Ravens Colts. I'm going to take the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens as well. Okay. Uh, next game, Panthers Chiefs. Uh, give me Kansas City. Chiefs. Okay, next game, Bears Titans. I'm going to take Tennessee. Tennessee. Next game, Falcons Broncos. Mm. Um, I'm going to take Atlanta. Take Atlanta at home. I'm going to take Atlanta as well. Okay, next game, Vikings Lions. Uh, I'm gonna take. Oh, this game is uh, a little weird, man. I don't know if Matthew Stafford gonna play or not. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Um, they say he might play, but if he does play, he won't have a week of practice at all. Um, I don't know about. Uh, give me the Vikings. I don't know about Kenny Galladay's health either. He think he's doubtful for this game. Give me the Vikings. Give me the Lions if Matthew Stafford plays. Okay. Next game, Texans Jaguars. Give me the Texans. I think the Texans they got some either some COVID or some injury stuff, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take them regardless. All right, next game, football team Giants. I'm gonna take the football team. Mm, this this is a revenge game. I don't know. I feel like the Giants are kind of due for a win. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like that Philly game and then that Bucks game, but ah. Um, Give me, give me the Giants. Okay. Uh, next game, we have the Bills and the Seahawks. I'm taking Seattle. I'm taking Seattle. That should be a good game, though. Yes, definitely, definitely. Next game, Raiders and Chargers. I'm taking Las Vegas. Give me the Chargers. Okay. Next game, Dolphins-Cardinals. This is a game I'm struggling with. Mm. Ah. Ah, hmm. this is a game I've been struggling. This is the hardest game that I have to pick this week. Um, I kind of want to take the Dolphins, but I'm going to just take the Dolphins, man. Someone's been telling me to pick the Dolphins. Yeah, I might have to take the Dolphins because the reason we discussed Sunday, it blown out uh, two NFC West teams. They haven't played the Seahawks yet, but they've blown out the 49ers and the Rams. So I'm going to just have to take them off the strength of that. They got a good read on uh, the NFC West. Yeah. Next game, Steelers, Cowboys, Steelers. I'm pretty sure you're going to agree. Yeah, Steelers. And Sunday night football, we have the Buccaneers and the Saints. The Saints did win this first meeting. I did say when these two teams played that uh, they'll probably split. So give me the Buccaneers. Antonio Brown will make his debut in prime time. Got the Bucks. All right, and Monday Night Football. <laughs> uh, Patriots Jets. <laughs> I'm gonna take New England. I'm gonna take New England. All right, and we got the Eagles, the Rams, the Browns, and the Bengals all on bias for Week Nine, and that is it, ladies and gentlemen. I know this is a little bit of a longer episode. That's usually how it is when I have a guest. And me and B. Jones had a mid-season recap, so it was a little bit of a special episode. Uh, But 
I, if you got to this point, I really, really appreciate it. Uh, for those watching on YouTube, please subscribe. Please like, comment, and subscribe and share as well. I really appreciate that. For all my people listening to the audio, I appreciate you guys for continuously rocking with me. And B. Jones, you got anything you want to say? Nah, that was it. Just thank you for having me. Thank you for everybody for tuning in. Looking forward to the next time. Yes, sir, man. All right. I want to wrap this thing up. Uh, episode number 149 is done. We got 150 coming up, man. I don't even know what I'm going to do for that. I'm trying to trying to get something for you guys, man. I got I to gotta do something. Big 150. I remember the, the 100. Yeah, 100. I, I remember recording that like it was yesterday. Yeah. But, we have, but we have 150 next week. I'm going to try to get something going, something brewing. I'm going to talk to B. Jones about it off, off air. But I, I, I'm going to do my best, family. Just remember that. But thanks, everybody, for listening. One last time, this is Mike Curry signing out. Episode number 149 is done. Peace. <laughs>